Um, are we rolling? I'm Michael Marinello. And I'm Robert Mathers. And this is Radio Free Jersey Presents of All Time. On this episode, The Athletics Top 100 Sports Movies of All Time. So, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Not bad. How are you? Uh, you hanging in there? Uh, I am. I I love the fact that we're doing this because it means I get to talk to somebody else. <laughs> uh, you know, I live alone, so it's uh-huh. me and the Amazon Echo device. Uh, and right, Siri, and your who, and your collection of coffee mugs. Let's not forget that. <laughs> Yes, my collection of coffee mugs. I've been posting those. Uh, By the time this comes out, I will have expired that. We'll move on to beer glasses less next. We'll move on to beer glasses next. Yeah, and then shot glasses. Um, Ooh, yes. I do have a collection of shot glasses. Then I can do Zippos and... Then I'll, then I'll start shooting albums again, like I did 10 yeah, there, years ago. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Um, and you're everybody safe over there? Everyone's safe. Everyone's sound. We're, uh, you know, just learning to uh, accommodate uh, everyone's space and schedules and all that stuff. But uh, for the most part, uh, no complaints. So, all good. Terrific. Well, on this particular episode, we are joined by not one, but two very special guests, and we're all in the Garden State. Uh, I present Lou and Victoria. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, cats. And you guys are are down at the Long Branch, right? We are at the Jersey Shore. And how are things? The rainy Jersey Shore right now. It's yes. so rainy and depressing today. It feels more like New England than Jersey. It's like foggy and, you know, yeah. there's probably some sea captains wandering around. <laughs> so for uh, for the home audience and the future audience, uh, yep. meaning you've listened to this, you're in the future, you're listening to this in the past. We're recording this on Friday, April 3rd for a Monday, April 6th drop, as we say in the industry. So, uh, mm-hmm. And we're still in the midst of this uh, crazy... Um, you know, COVID-19 thing. So that's why we're all uh, in remote studios and in remote locations of one's home, right? I mean, Lou and Victoria, you're not sitting next to each other, are you? We're in separate rooms, but there yeah, you go. it's it's kind of amazing how much technology is saving the world right now. I don't think it's we've ever had a moment in time where technology is more relevant and essential. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Robert, as a as a, as a person uh, who usually has uh, facial hair, you'll enjoy this story. I, I was uh, on a Zoom meeting with some with uh, some friends of mine, and one of them was pretty cleanly shaven, and everyone else had you know several days growth to beards. And he said, like, I am now on more conference calls than I've ever been, and on more Zoom meetings. So I am actually like normally I would just have phone calls and then go meet with people. And but now I'm like every single day, every hour, I'm in a Zoom meeting with somebody. So I have to shave every single day so I don't look uh, <laughs> look like a bearded animal. But you don't. But you don't have to wear pants because no one's wearing yeah. pants on Zoom. So that's a bonus. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Pants truly optional. I, I save that for the other kind of video call. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> hey, listen. You know, it's an it's a it's a interesting economic time. You got to make money uh, by any means necessary. <laughs> uh, um, I I do have a a, a you know a um a more specific question for uh, Victoria and Lou. Uh, have you been seeing anybody that 
what uh, uh, you know, when I would grow up, I would be called a. Uh, when I was growing up, I was called a Benny. Do you do you see any people uh, normally that don't live down there coming down there, and or do you see people like basically telling them to get out um, to? <laughs> yeah, well, we're. Uh, I married a Benny. Lou is a Benny. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm a Jersey girl. But uh, yeah. yeah, we uh, about two weeks ago, I noticed all of the McMansions that surround us um, were that are normally, you know, pretty heavily closed down for the summer or for the yep. winter. They're all yep. opened again and all a lot yeah, of uh-huh. license, uh, license plates everywhere. So yeah. I don't see any cases of people telling them to go back home. But right. when Governor Murphy said, don't come to the shore, it was too right. late. They were already here. Right. Okay. And yeah. I would like to just and I would like to just say that um, what my my loving wife Victoria has not told you, I have been absolved of all the benniness by one John Bon Jovi who said, Nope, you married a girl, a Jersey girl, you are absolved, you are no longer a Benny. So oh, there you if go. JBJ Victoria. says it, then you know yes. it's yeah. true. However, <laughs> exactly. right. however, John Bon Jovi did fire Richie Sambora, who without him wouldn't have the band. So I don't know if I trust what comes out of John Bon Jovi's mouth right now. Well, when it comes to me being a Benny, if John Bon Jovi says I'm not, I'm not. So so you feel free to wear your sneakers and socks to the beach uh, any anytime you want. Um, that's that's never, what I'm getting at. Of this. No joke, he did that the first no, summer he I, I wore sneakers, I did not wear socks, and then she finally said, oh. you know what, we're going to a surf shop, we're getting you some flip-flops. I'm going to introduce you to flip-flops. And then he wears like Mets athletic t-shirts. It, it's, uh-huh. all, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you know, let's let's be serious. This is, you know, this is a civil, the Jersey Shore is a civil Outside of what uh, you may have seen 10 years ago on MTV, the Jersey Shore really is a civilized place. It's not like, you know, animals running around like Coney Island. Right. Or Jones Beach or any of those other horrific places. I don't trust a beach that doesn't let you drink anywhere near it. <laughs> With the exception of Ocean City. All right. We, while everyone's still sort of stuck at home and going a tad stir crazy, yes. uh, we decided we were going to take a, a list that... Um, we're gonna we're doing films. We're doing more films this time, but we've we've narrowed it to sports films. And um, Mike, set this one up because it's really interesting yes. the way you put it together. Yes. So, um, uh, Lou, I don't know if you, uh, uh, for your Mets coverage, if you are a uh, athletic subscriber. I am not an athletic subscriber, but many of my co former coworkers and friends in the media world write for them and work for right. them. Right. Exactly. Just about anybody who you probably grew up reading, covering whatever team it was, whether it was the Knicks, the Nets, the the Mets, the Yankees, probably one of them one of them now works for the athletic. Um, the athletic is a is a, you know, I I, I suppose new media um, newspaper, but it's, you know, it's basically a a subscription site that where they basically have one or two people covering a beat. So I, you know, I follow the guy that writes for the Devils. They have a couple guys for Yankees coverage, Mets coverage, but it's 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 a national publication and into Canada. Um, and uh, you know, so they just have, basically as newspapers shrink and downsize and get rid of writers, a lot a lot of those writers now end up right. uh, writing for the Athletic. So. Uh, like everyone else, uh, the athletic is seeing that there's no real games to cover, so there's no real beats to cover. So they are trying to come up with uh, 
other um, other ways to entertain their their readers. So they came up with their list of top 100 uh, movies of all time. And I'll, I'll give you some of the, the ground rules here or, or how they set up their ground rules. Uh, to be considered a movie had to be released in theaters at some point. That removes some really good television-only sports movies. We're looking at you, Brian Song, and 61 Asterix. For documentaries to make the final ballot, the doc had to be released in theaters, no TV docs, and be at least nominated for an Oscar or added to the Library of Congress National Library of Congress National Film Registry or make at least one million at the box office or be culturally significant. That's a big or. Uh, finally, with a small panel of movie enthusiasts, enthusiasts, we called the list to make individual calls on borderline sports movies. Is The Big Lebowski really a sports movie? When things go got tough, they went bowling. So we think it is. In all, more than 120 panelists from the athletic voted. The ratings were averaged out and sorted into a top 100 below. To qualify for the final list, a movie needed to uh, needed at least 10 ratings from panelists. So I just listed the, t- the top 20. But right, that gives so a I, little background there for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So as usual, gang, we're going to just uh, take the top 20 and we're going to debate that. Um, and I've already got problems with this out of the out of the top here yeah me too i saw I the list issues i have issues mike do the I, do, like we did before i think it'd be yeah, so you know i'll take, do we'll i'll take do the five uh, 20 and then we'll debate yeah. it yeah so uh number 20 is a league of their own 1992 number 19 the bad news bears 1976 number 18 icarus 2017 17 senna 2010 um 16 Slapshot 1977. I, I want to hear everyone's issue. I, I don't. I don't have a, a lot of issues there, but uh, feel free to, uh, to to jump in. Well, my issue will come later. But uh, <laughs> A League of Their Own. I think it's a great film. I think it is a great baseball movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Thumbs. Yeah, we agree. Oh, I, I think it's. I think. I think oh. it's a very good baseball movie, especially the setting when. You know, the boys went off to war, the ladies went out into the field, and they went out and, you know, Rosie the Riveter and all that stuff, which was great. But I just like the fact that Gina Davis, these girls in the movie looked like they could play. Madonna looked like she could play. Rosie O'Donnell looked like she could play. Uh, Lori Petty, you know, Gina Davis. Everybody in the movie played a really cool role. And I always always was jealous of movies like that that revolved around sports, thinking like, man, that must have been fun to be able to, like, play baseball for the movie. Right. I don't know. My issue with it is I think it's just a really overrated movie (laughs) in general. I think (laughs) that if it wasn't for a very curmudgeonly Tom Hanks, I I would not have made it through the movie. And I love him in that sort of anti-hero role. But for me personally, like I'm a little weird with sports movies because I, I hate baseball, but some of my favorite movies ever are baseball movies. And I yeah. love hockey. That's my favorite sport. But I pretty much hate every movie ever made about hockey. So I'm a little like opposite. Right. But um, okay. I don't know. If we're talking about baseball movies, I don't know. Do we want to go with what's not on the list, or are we just sticking to individual? We'll we'll get to that. I think okay. as we go through, because again, this is the just the the top twenty, which is supposed to be the you know you're sp- these are the ones that are supposed to be the most culturally relevant. Which is why mm. I think Bad News Bears. I that is a great. I understand that one. You yeah. know. Right. Uh, Icarus? Well, before you move on from Bad News Bears, I also think the power of a movie is its quotability. And now anyone who saw Bad News Bears knows Uh every line, every good funny line in that movie. And I could remember being in Little League or CYO Baseball 
and you had my friend, you know, just standing there. And he was a little bit of a portly gent, let's just say. And someone uh-huh. would just go, so-and-so is invaluable. He could play third and short at the same time because he's so big and fat. You know, <laughs> like it's little, it's lines like that that just get, you know. <laughs> hey, Tanner, does he go to the bathroom for you too? Because Kelly Leak is catching all the balls in the outfield. There's, oh, just, exactly. there's just great lines that are in that movie that I think a quotability factor has to be added in. And Bad News Bears at 19 for me, it's it's horrible placement. Well, I also, you think I, it should be higher up? Yeah. I, I, I would agree, I agree with that too. I think it's kind yeah. of funny. It's like a, a hallmark of the 70s that drunks were allowed around children like all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like not something that would ever happen today. So, yeah. you know, props to them for that. Exactly. Yeah. Icarus and Santa, they're both supposed to be good. I, yeah. Never I've, heard of either one of them. Yeah, I, but I, I think, you know, my, my take on those is I don't even know if they qualify for a lot of what they put in. Like, I don't recall either of them being released in movie theaters or um, or winning awards. Maybe they did. Uh, Senna is supposed to be very good. But um, uh, and Icarus, I heard, is pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Maybe uh, I don't know. It, it also just could be some of the people that were voting for this. Uh, maybe they were bigger. You know. Issue number one I have with the methodology that the, the panelists at the, at the Athletic put together, I do not believe that uh, fiction, sports films, and documentaries belong rated together. You right. just can't it, – it, you can't mix the two. Right. Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, there were no I, documentaries I, on AFI in that right. top, t- t- you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because as we'll, we'll get to the list, um, we'll get to it down the list. But one of them is one of my favorite films or uh, <laughs> uh, pieces of art ever. But it's yeah, it's not a fictional; it's a documentary. But uh, yes, I, I see your point, and I, I kind of agree with you as well. And rounding out that that first five here, I think Slapshot absolutely does belong. Yes. So, um, Vic- you Victoria, know, it, it, you said you. You like hockey, but you hate hockey movies. Where does that stand in your in? I in didn't your like it. Really? I yeah, I didn't like it. I, I don't know what it is. Hockey, watching hockey is such an exciting sport. To, it's just, it's so fast paced. I love it. But just for whatever reason, I mean, the Mighty Ducks, like, I kind of don't yep. like that either. You know? Oh, it's I love that like, movie. <laughs> well, see, you but, do, Lou. I can totally it. see, see my, why like, you my thing, my thing about Slapshot is um, I, I think it's a good movie. Um, I don't think it's the one of the, when they when, the, when this movie gets talked about as one of the greatest sports movies of all time, uh, I just don't, I just don't see it. I you really don't. You put Miracle in there, right? Well, I I, ha- I I love Miracle, but I I love the actual story of the 1980 team. I think certain movies, when you know the outcome before you even sit in your seat in the movie theater, it kind of takes a little bit of it away. Is it a great biopic of the team and of Herb Brooks? Absolutely. The camera work is fantastic. The actors do a great job actually playing ice hockey in Miracle. But my thing is, I can watch a documentary with the actual footage from the Lake Placid Olympics and the Miracle on Ice, and I get chills and the hair on my arms stand up because it's actual footage. When I'm seeing actors reenact the greatest goal in American hockey history, yeah, it's nice, but it's not that same feeling. Like, I'll give you an example. We went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody. Rami Malek played Freddie Mercury so well, and that Live Aid scene the choreography and the way he just moved around on stage and 
was so accurate in everything when they depicted that scene. The hair on my arm stood up because it was a chilling moment of, oh my God, they were able to duplicate and reproduce this in an actor form and go to it like nobody's business. When you watch Miracle, there are a couple of instances where I know the Miracle on Ice so well that I'm like, well, that goal didn't happen that way or it was a little bit off. And I understand you can't recreate everything perfectly, but I know what's going to happen. And I'd rather watch a documentary with actual footage than watch a reenactment with actors of, of Miracle. But getting back to Slapshot, I'm sorry I'm dominating this, but Slapshot, I just, I just think it's a 60-40 it's a movie. It's like, yeah, okay, it's, it's good, I like it, but all my friends who are hockey fans and, and some of the hockey players that I've encountered, they're like, this movie's great. Now, for my money, Youngblood is the best hockey movie ever. Oh my God. It's the best hockey movie ever because it tells you. It's so cheesy. No, but it shows you exactly what it's like growing up on a farm in Michigan. He gets brought in for a tryout, and this is what it's like playing in the minors before you get to the pros. And, you know, it was just, I thought it was a more real movie. I, I, I will give, I'll give Slapshot a little bit more of a nod, uh, and I will cite your own. Um, your own thing when you when you talked about bad news bears uh, that uh, anytime I'm around any uh, anybody who like or play hockey they quote slapshot uh, all the time they're always throwing out slapshot uh, quotes mm-hmm. so I like I I would still keep it up there I, I that's actually probably sounds about right for for it I would put it maybe a little bit higher but I'm you know uh, I, it's not I don't think it's travesty where where it is okay so all right the next five. Uh, next five, Hoosiers, 1986, The Hustler, 1961, Caddyshack, 1980, uh, talk about quotes, uh, Free Solo, 2018, and The Sandlot, 1993. I have to know who did this list. I have to know the age of the person who did this list as well. Well, it was a panel. It was like 100 different uh, contributors yeah. and writers and editors over at The Athletic. So yes. we look at uh, uh, we look at Hoosiers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, great movie. Love that Gene movie. Hackman. Love yes, it. yep. uh, it's a great basketball film too. You know, I think you could also isolate these by sport. Uh, yeah. All right. So we like that placement. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we get to the hustler. I've never heard of the hustler. The hustler, actually, Whoa. Victoria. This will probably bring it full circle for you. The hustler is kind of like the prequel to The Color of Money with Tom Cruise and yeah. Paul Newman. Got it. Okay. So Paul it's, Newman was like... I mean, yeah. he's playing the same character, right. isn't he? I believe he is, yeah. Fast Eddie Felsen. But, and it's got Jackie Gleason. Yes. Basically playing Jackie Gleason, because he never really acted. <laughs> uh, keeping a little bit of a tab off to the side. Two sports movies with Paul Newman. Yeah. So yeah. far on this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and then we get to Caddyshack. <laughs> Wang, what's with the I pictures? Mean, I, it's a parking lot. Exactly. <laughs> this is the only the, the only way I will ever ever watch anything involving golf. So you know yeah. it's a good movie if I could actually sit through a movie about golf and still find it totally enjoyable. I think it's probably yes. one of the most quotable movies of all time. Um, I incredible performances agree. from every single every single character, every actor just brought their A game. It's I think it's kind of flawless. I, I love it too. And yeah, I can, uh, there's so many quotes that I still to this day, I hear, you know, and I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I, the Tiger Woods, the, you know, pro golf, I can't even bring myself Ugh. to watch it. The masters, any of that stuff, but I could watch Caddyshack all day. Mm-hmm. 
because it's a great comedy set against the backdrop of right, right. of a sport. Well, right. I think that it's a the tag borderline sports movie. Right. Though. But I think the tagline for the movie actually sets it up and makes it that much more enjoyable. It's the slobs against the snobs. And as Victoria <laughs> said, everybody in that movie brought their A game. But the best part about it is you see everyone has almost equal amounts of screen time. When they're worried about Judge, the judge is on. When they're worried about Rodney, Rodney's on. Then you got Ty, played by Chevy Chase. And then there's always Carl. You know, It's like everybody has almost equal amounts of, of, of airtime or screen time, even down, even down to the caddies. The caddies as well. They all have their own sec- sections of the movie that you think, oh, my God, this guy's a great character as well. And they're, you know, well, they're B&C level cool guys. That, yeah, and I also think it's cool that when they got to the end of the movie – they realized, Lewis and I watched um, a behind the scenes of it. They got to the end of the movie and realized the two biggest stars in the movie at the time, Bill Murray and Chevy mm-hmm. Chase, didn't have a single scene together. So they right, had to yeah. create that scene in the shed, yeah. which is a very funny scene and some of the best yeah. lines that came from it. <laughs> Can it cannonball it. Cannonball yeah. it coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, like, you can so, just yes. cut, his, cut his hamstring when he goes to put some weight on that back. He'll never play golf again. He'll never swing a club again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to so, do that yeah. to Robert every once um, in a while. We'll be sitting at the office. I'm like, you know, let me cut yeah. his hamstring out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we get to free solo, which Next. It got a lot of hype, and I could only get about 20 minutes into it before I was bored to tears. No desire to watch anything. Am I the anybody. only one who thought this was another? I thought this was a Han Solo movie. I literally, <laughs> right. I have no yeah. desire to yeah. see this. But, a guy hanging right. from a rock, like, no, sorry, pass. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it either so we can we can just shuffle shuffle on past well it. i started watching it on opie's uh um, of the opie radio podcast of watching that on his recommendation because he went through this documentary phase and then mm-hmm. I, I literally called him 20 minutes in i'm like buddy i'm sorry i nope he, no it'll really you know you'll get smarter for watching it yeah i don't like rock climbing i yeah no so. is this the story <laughs> is this the same story of the james franco Rock oh, oh no, that's 127 the, the hours he, or something like that. Yeah, right. Okay. That's one. No, this, this, this is just about okay. someone who can basically, with very little like uh, equipment. Yeah, just you know, climb mountains, Spider Man's and shit, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll read about him one day for a different reason. Hey, remember that guy that <laughs> made a movie about? He fell. <laughs> and then the Sandlot. I have to admit, I did not. I had not seen this I don't movie mean... until about five years ago. Um, one of my kids, my oldest son's friends, uh, watched it. I, I kind of like it. Uh, what is it about? People, I've never seen it. But it's hours. about. Is <laughs> 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 uh, that a callback to Caddyshack? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baseball um, movie-ish. Yes, is it? it is about a, a young kid that moves. I want to say they moved. To, he moves to California. And he's kind of the new kid in town, and he, uh, the kids in the neighborhood play uh, baseball in a sandlot, and um, and kind of the, the hijinks uh, that ensue there. I believe um, it's a much more ta- Robert, like, who's tamed, uh, tamed. Uh, it's a much more um, tuned down Bad News Bears, without the cursing and yes. the swearing. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, and right. there's a you know the the they lose balls over the fence. There's a yeah, right, they, isn't this the one with the old like the creepy old house and the bulldog? Yeah, and the dog that comes and gets this it. This is oh, but the, the quote from this one isn't this? Uh, you're killing me, small. Kill, you're killing me, small. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, and then we the next f- six technically because there's a tie for eight here. Right. So uh, major league. This is uh, number ten, nineteen eighty nine. Way too low. Uh, eight, yeah, eight. Uh, when we were kings, nineteen ninety six. Uh, uh, back to Robert's point of it being a uh, documentary. Uh, eight. OJ. Uh, OJ made in America, two thousand sixteen. Another documentary. Seven. Breaking away, nineteen seventy nine. And six. The Big Lebowski. I, I love that movie. I'm just not sure I would put it uh, as a sports movie, but I digress. But I, you know, we'll get I, to that. So, right, we've got Major League, mm-hmm. uh, arguably a great baseball film. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one. Uh, they didn't yes. need to keep doing them. Um, and I love <laughs> the fact that, and this is a really deep. Uh, it is a really deep Jersey reference here, but I was so excited that the word man was the star of this film. I don't know what you're talking the about, but okay, Tom Berenger's first film was a little tiny Oh, Eddie and the Cruisers. Really, yeah. Eddie and the Cruisers, oh. right. And he learns how to play the keyboard, oh doesn't God. he? He yeah. was the lyricist and yes, yes. that was his, one of his first films. The, the Beaver uh, Brown Band. One, yes. Um, no, but I love this film. Rene Russo. Yeah. Um, yeah, Charlie Sheen, Dennis Haysbert. So fun. Chelsea yeah. Ross. <laughs> this is okay. This will, like, I'll just, th- this is my lack of baseball knowledge. I actually thought Willie Mays Hayes was the real Willie, Hay- like, <laughs> I thought that was, like, the real <laughs> name of right. the actual player. So, like, right. I, I've had a lot of people tease me about that for many, many years because it, Major League got stuck in my head and I thought, oh, it's Willie Mays Hayes. But right. didn't they, in the sequel, didn't they replace yes. with the same character, right? Same, like, car- like same a, character, an Man, yeah. but Willie, Wesley Snipes played Willie Mays Hayes in Major League, and then in Major League 2, it was played by Om- he was played by Omar Epps. Omar Epps, yeah. Um, all right, so tied for eight, which takes up two spots, so that's interesting. So they, so they kept it at, five, at an even number here. When We right. Were Kings. Right, that's which I think I've seen parts of it. Rumble that's about in the, the Jungle, right? Exactly. That's uh, Foreman and Ali. Um, and that, that was good. But again, it's back to your point. It's, it's a documentary. So, um, And eight as well as OJ Made in America. And then yeah. Breaking Away. <laughs> love this Had movie. Have you guys yeah. seen this? Yes. Love I, this movie. I, I, I love this movie as well. It's, it's great. I, I had I forgotten did... all about it until I was like, I don't remember this film. And I read the synopsis in prepping for the show. And I went, oh, my God, I forgot Dennis Quaid. Yep, yep. Um, Daniel Stern, Jackie Earl Haley, Dan- Dennis Daniel Christopher. Oh, Jackie Earl Haley. This is such uh, a little slice of heaven of a movie. It's like got zero frills, basically uh-huh. no plot, and yep. yet it's just it, it's just adorable. It's just such a, a low budget feel good movie. Right. right. And it's uh, it's all that's what Indiana University, right? Yeah, yeah Bloomington. And, Bloomington. Yeah. and the, fun, the funny thing about this movie is years ago, Robert, you know this and Victoria knows this. I was a producer of a, a sports radio show on Sirius XM on Howard Stern's channels. And Scott Farrell was my host. Scott graduated in 1987. <laughs> he, from yeah, he's an IU guy. The University yeah. of Indiana or Indiana University, I should say. Excuse me. And yep. so every year around Scott's birthday or on his birthday, if we were live, I would get people to call into his show to wish him a happy birthday and maybe do an interview. So randomly, he keeps talking about this movie, Breaking Away, Breaking Away. I'm like, all right, fine, let me check this out. So I watched the movie. I liked the movie. I figured, oh, let me see if I can get Dennis Christopher on to call into the show. Because <laughs> all Pharrell talked about was the Little 500 and the Cutters the and this movie. Yep. 
Dennis agreed to do it. We got him on the show, and Pharrell says to this day it's still one of his favorite and most surprising interviews. This movie, I like Victoria said, it is a, a just a, it's a thin, it's a very small slice of heaven. It really is. It's a perfect yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. And that, I, uh, what what year is that? That's seventy nine. When is yep. Bad News Bears? Seventy six, seven, seventy six, seventy seven. So, Jackie, Jackie Earl Haley, seventy six. You know, yeah, had, had a nice little hot streak going there. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to the Big Lebowski, <laughs> which Victoria and I watched literally like <laughs> three nights two ago, nights two nights ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, it it's is one a of great my film. Movies ever. Is it a right. sports film? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a bowling movie. I don't. I wouldn't call it a sports film, but I'd call it a uh, bowling movie. Vic, I call it a drinking. Yeah, Victor. See, Victoria and I have this <laughs> argument about what constitutes a Christmas movie and what doesn't. Just because a Christmas right. tree shows up in a movie doesn't make it a Christmas movie. I if it takes place around Christmas time, yeah, it's a Christmas. No, it's movie. not. It's exactly. a movie that takes place around Christmas oh, time. Please. Miracle on Thirty Fourth okay, Street that's... is a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, are, so what's your point? Are you saying that this is not a bowling I movie? I think I think this is I think this is a dramedy that revolves a little bit around the sport of bowling. A little. <laughs> okay so would I, you put kingpin in here instead kingpin's all about bowling absolutely <laughs> absolutely but i don't think that i don't think if you're talking about sports films the big lebowski belongs i it's could see it stretch, in the top yeah. 100 but not in the top i could see you know on the list but not in the top 20 right okay right i get that yeah. i agree with i was about to just say you know, robbie it, you're out of your element but no you're not <laughs> yes you are no i'm kidding <laughs> I could see it like at 100. It's a great film. I Love watched it. it at least twice a Love year. Love the movie. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it, it cemented my um, Hollywood crush for Julianne Moore. Yeah. Um, all right. So the top five. Uh, top five. Miracle, 2004. We discussed that a little bit earlier. Uh, Bull Durham, 1988. Uh, uh, Hoop Dreams, 1994. Raging Bull, 1980. And Rocky, 1976. So, so I think uh, we've addressed miracle. Yes, we've addressed miracle. I, I, uh, I, I don't know if I said this before, um, but I, I agree most uh, with a lot of what um, Lou had said in that. The I do like the movie, but I also like there. There's a certain part of my brain that I can't shut off. It's like, oh well, you know. I always always look at the the way the goalie reacts after the goal gets scored and that's not in the movie and you know all that stuff but it is it it's a cool it is a cool movie and it is it's it's fun to watch so i'd like to pause here for a second because it, we talked a, a little bit earlier when we uh, at the top of the show we were talking about ice hockey films now i just want to pause and and say of all the different sports movies um what, what how would you each rank um what major sports, right? And I'm not talking about log rolling or anything that you'd see on the Ocho, but like what what make what sport what major professional sport makes for a better filmed experience? Hmm. I I feel like it would be a tie between baseball and football for me. Yeah. Oh here's the funny thing is are there what not a single football you, you film. You just made me think there's not a football film. I mean, OJ. Taking the documentaries away, film. there's not a single. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that kind of, I, I'll just throw it out there. How does this list, and this list I'm guessing is made by mostly dudes, maybe all. How is yeah. Rudy not on here? 
That makes yeah. grown men cry. How does like, it not how go is in the top 20? Right. On here. And it's a true story. How is it missing? Rudy's not on the list. Little Giants is not on the list. The program. Varsity Blues Varsity is not on Varsity Blues. The, list? the program is not on this list. Why not have, why, why is it Battle of the Sexes? Jay, uh, you know, uh, was it uh, Riggs against uh, Billie Jean King? Bobby Riggs against Billie Jean King. That oh, was, was a that, good movie with that, Steve. Did that come out after the list was published, Mike? I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. I mean, Steve Carell and, uh, oh God, and I'm drawing a blank no, on this her is, name. This is, this is this year. It's 2020, right? Yeah. It just came out like two days ago. This was list. it Emma Stone? Sorry, Emma Stone. It just came out yeah. at the end of yes. March. This Emma list. Stone. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. The, the I mean, I can throw in like a bunch of different movies that I would like to see on there, but I universally, I think everyone can agree. Rudy is probably one of the best football movies ever made, yeah. and I just don't understand why it's on, not anywhere in the top twenty. I would have put um, the. I would have put the original. Well. I don't believe I cho- I choose to tune out the fact they made a sequel or a, a remake of this, but uh, the longest yard. Yes, uh, agree. Pride, Pride um, of the Yankees isn't there. Mm-hmm. The Naturals not there. Yeah, I, it's the yeah. I, lo- I well, that's man, baseball. We're sticking with football. Right, all right, okay. I mean, I think right, the natural. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so, why isn't Field of Dreams in there? If we're uh, going to go to baseball. Thank like, you. I, now you've just hell? you have just you've just hit the lightning rod for me. The the my biggest issue with this list. We'll go right to it right now. Is that Field <laughs> of Dreams, which yep. as uh, listeners to the shows that Mike and I have done before, uh, that is my favorite movie. Of all time, really, I, it's amazing. It has everything. <laughs> it does. Like Field of Dreams has everything. <laughs> it it's does. got a midget. It's got no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Timothy Busfield isn't that small? <laughs> uh, no, it is. It is. Uh, not only is it is there a significant portion of the film in Fenway Park. Um, uh, yeah, but is and it ta- and most of it takes place in a fucking Volkswagen. Yeah, it is uh, number twenty one, Robert. A movie that, uh, like, it really twenty. It's twenty one. It, it just it's number twenty one. Uh, <laughs> okay, fucking Big Lebowski. Yeah, I, yeah. See, and as much as I love, Le- I love the dude, but like, uh, yeah, I, Ray Kinsella. Come on, Field of right. Dreams, and also like, there is. I, I love the movie so much. I mean, James Earl Jones, like Lewis said, yeah. I just adore him. But uh-huh. Burt Lancaster, yes. that yeah. role, oh Moonlight my God, Graham. I cry every time. <laughs> When Moonlight he takes Graham. the step over the line, I cry like yeah. ugly cry every time. Yeah. And that was and that was. Uh, I think that uh, was his last movie, wasn't it? Oh, I feel like uh, that's yes, a little yes, bit of trivia. Yeah, that yeah. might have been his last movie. It is what a role. Um, and you have you have like good Ray Liotta, right? Oh, yeah, Lunchantics Ray Liotta, the best <laughs> best Ray Liotta. But at least we got a good baseball film in the top five with Bull Durham. I think Field of Dreams is a better film than Bull Durham. Um, but you know what? I've got two others that I think I would I would put Field of Dreams obviously in place of Bull Durham. But I'd also put The Natural yeah. in there. That's a yeah. great baseball I love, movie. I love, I love the and then a modern well. great baseball movie that I don't know where it is on the list. Moneyball is a great yeah. baseball movie. Moneyball was in the top twenty. I just was flipping back over there. That's also in the top twenty as well. And, and, I, okay. I mean, the top like top twenty. Top yeah. 40, I mean, top 30. It, like yeah. After in between it's twenty in the twenties. So. And, and I'll tell you yes. what. We'll make it a Kevin Costner trifecta because I know there's probably going to be some eye rolls when I say this. I actually Don't say thought. Tin cup. Don't say Tin no, Cup. No, 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 no. I thought For Love of the Game was actually a very good movie. 
I, I I agree with you. I, I kind of like that. I movie didn't as see well. that. Oh, is that the one with um where he's the scout? No, 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 no. No, this yeah. is he's. It's a famous. It's based on a book. He is like a pitcher in his basically the end, the twilight of his career, and he's pitching at Yankee Stadium. I think for Detroit. Yes. And um, basically, I think he like he's having like an amazing game, and it's basically his arm is about to fall off his body. And as he's on, that is a good movie. It, it's a it's that a great a movie. movie. And the thing that I like about it is you kind of get inside. Kevin Costner always wanted to be a baseball player. There's no denying it because you just see the movies that he puts out, and he says yes to almost anything that has to do with sports, but especially baseball. Yeah. That's like um, Kelly Preston hot, right? That's like, yes, exactly. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. That's like her. her she yeah. had a, she, I hate to say this. Like, I don't early she Travolta like, years. She had yes. like a short window where she was like really like smoking, like in yep. Jerry Maguire, she is gorgeous. Yep. So it's like kind of around that time, I think. Yes. Exactly. So it's peak Kelly Preston. That's, yes. Okay. That's also a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Hoop dreams. I, I really I like this. I, um, but again, it's a documentary, mm-hmm. but it's a very, very, very well done movie. And it's, um, you know, it, it tells a story of two kids from inner city Chicago. Yes. And basically tracks them from freshman year of high school through to post college. Uh, uh, just around, uh, or no, just maybe first or second year of college. So really well done. And then the top two are boxing films. Yeah, that's a little weird, isn't it? I mean, obviously, Rocky is phenomenal, and I would even throw in Creed one and two, phenomenal movies too. But um, I think it's a little odd. Like we were all, we can all name a bunch of baseball and even football movies, and Raging Bulls number two. I don't know, it's a little weird. Where's the champ uh, on Robert, this list? Wasn't... <laughs> exactly. Wasn't wasn't Raging Bull pretty high on the AFI one too? Yes, it was. It made the uh, we did. Yeah, it was in the top. Uh, it was in the top I, t- I, top twenty. I, I mean, it's a great film. I think it. it, it um, nobody ever thought a real a boxing movie would work um, right. until Rocky. Right. Um, and then it had it had uh, Scorsese had a, a real tough time getting this film made because Rocky had been so successful and come out four years before. My thing about Raging Bull is it's a good movie. I enjoy watching it. I've seen it a bunch of times. And it's one of those movies that when it's on, if I, I catch it at the right, right spot, I'll, I'll invest and I'll watch. But I have to say, if Raging Bull was made by someone else, if it was, the director's name was Robert Mathers and Lou Pellegrino was the cinematographer and, you know, Burt Reynolds and Bob Hope were in this movie playing the roles of De Niro and Pesci, or paying, playing the roles that they had, this movie wouldn't be anything special. I understand it's one of those lightning strikes where it's Scorsese and it's Pesci and it's De Niro and it's you know this, this camera work and it's shot in black and white in, in 1980 and you know it chronicles the life of Jake LaMotta, who is a very interesting character. I get it. But for me, nothing stands up to Rocky and, and nothing ever will. And I know Rocky's number one, but... There are just so many people. I think it's an Italian thing. And Robert, maybe you could jump in on this and Mike as well. I think it's an Italian thing because I know so many people of Italian you know, heritage that are like, raging bull, raging bull, raging bull. And in my head, I'm going, it's, it's all right. You know, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, like, I don't see what the big to do is about it. Right. Yeah. I, I believe this, this echoes our conversation that we all had about Bruce Springsteen, which is like, 
<laughs> certain people will say like, oh my God, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. And then you'll say like, yeah, I grew up in New Jersey and yeah, you know, he's okay. I, 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 I totally I, I enjoy yes. him. I and totally then everyone looks at you like you have like 50 right. heads of like, yeah, yep. I lived in Chicago for a couple of years and my, my friends and coworkers could not believe they're like, you must be the only guy from New York that doesn't like Billy Joel. And I'm like, sorry, just doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So I think I know the answer to this question, but we'll just go around the horn here. We'll start with Victoria. Do we think this list is, uh, does it work? Is it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we going to call BS um, on it? I'm calling BS on it. Totally. All right, Lewis. Yes, I'm in agreement with uh, the lovely and talented Victoria Keelan. Well, you know what? Let me just add one thing. The, the I, if I had to give one reason why I call BS is because in the top twenty there isn't a single football mm-hmm. movie, and I think that that's inherently flawed. Right. Where's it? Plus, where's any given let's Sunday? Also add in here. Yeah, let's also add in here that um, figure skating has two amazing movies that did not make this list, <laughs> the, the Cutting Edge and yes. Blades of Glory. So yes. I don't know. This is a very incomplete list for me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Michael. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm I not as harsh. Yeah, I, there's certain things. Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll split. I'll split it. Um, I think you could make a better list if you took the documentaries out and replaced them with uh, just uh, right. uh, fictional Agreed. movies. I have to see this entire list because what I'm curious is, or curious about is, where did Chariots of Fire end up in this? Because not only is it a movie about running, but it also gave you one of the most, it gave you one of the iconic theme songs of all time. And don't tell me that maybe Victoria has it, but out of the three men on this panel, when you hear the chariots of fire, you don't automatically start doing the fake run in slow motion. <laughs> when I hear that, I uh, turn the channel. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. right. Well, I don't know many. I, I don't, hate uh, that I don't song. know many. I, hate I, hate that that song. I don't know many radio stations. I've that never play, even seen the movie. But, I don't know many radio stations that play Vangelis, and you know anymore. Uh, I think of the scene in um, Vacation where they're uh, they're running the Wally, Wally World. world and they're running. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that the other day, so uh, that was uh, that's Ratio. that's what I immediately. Got. I think All that's right. going to put a cap in it for this particular episode. Uh, yes. Victoria and Lewis, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks yeah, for having us. Guys. Thanks for having us. I think we're going to have you back for the next one because we have an interesting theme and idea there. So, cool. Michael. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can follow us at, uh, at Twitter at Radio Free Jersey and Instagram at RFJ of all time. Uh, Facebook page Radio Free Jersey or online at RadioFreeJersey.com. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. And please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. This podcast is a production of Radio Free Jersey. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast.